Hello, Governor. How are Hello you? Hello there. Where's the three hellos? You've dropped it two weeks running. Did I, not, did I not do it last week? Come on, let's have it. Hello. Hello. Hello, Dre Barrows. That's better. I feel that once you've introduced us properly, the cellar doors are fully open. So uh, it's a bit more relaxed. Yeah, it puts me at ease, you know. But um, I'm looking forward to tonight's show. Um, me as well. Me as well. I've been craving a beer all day, working that, so I'm ready. Changed for my mind. Oh, I was in a conundrum about an hour ago. What one am I going to choose? And I've uh, decided to hold back on one because I think it deserves a... Um, it's from a brewery I've not done, and I think it deserves a little ride out on its own of a... A, a, you know, a, a review on its own. I'll post in the week or something. So a, a mini, a mini kind of segment. Yeah, a little mini episode, a mini disco type thing. Um, for yeah, the we enjoy those. A one-on-one in the garage. Why not? It so, how you been? All right. Yeah, I'm okay. It's just been busy and still a bit hot here in Texas, so I'm ready for a, a cool refreshing. I don't know how it is in Britain. Is it a bit cooler Ooh. with autumn now? We've definitely got a bit of a, a bit of a chill in the air, a uh, bit of a nip on the breeze. You know, if you're outside and it's a bit windy, you can feel it a bit. Yeah, weather's changing. Yeah, all tones are still around. Before we go any further, what is on your t-shirt? It says two stepping, and I can oh, see it. Yeah, I'm oh, sorry. So it's a cow, oh. and it's two stepping, and this is a t-shirt designed by my good wife and her mother. And they did a range of T-shirts for a while. They had a little T-shirt business going and they were a bunch. Um, they did one with a red kite, kind of a silhouette of a red kite and um, yeah. on a, you know, for Wales and stuff like that. But they did this for Texas. And yeah, I thought it was kind of, they found these old fun advertising that they could use. And this was yeah. the cow on advertising and it wasn't registered or something as a trademark. So they came up with their own logo and, Thank you. Well, oh, oh, I like your shirt. The Darts would like that one, definitely. I wonder if they have any in stock. I'll have to have a look. Yeah, because they did a bunch. Right, but yeah, right toilet suit. Proper. I know. Oh, yeah, proper on the farm. Yeah. You want to change it to one step in for the Darts? That's true. His old dance with the one step, right? Yeah. We've mentioned it before. I'm sure the dry barrels are quite a fay with the Darts, but... Uh, yeah, he'd like that T-shirt. Very nice. I know. We have seen him once somewhere on the Draymond's, but that was just a small segment, right? Oh, it was an aperitif of what's to come, if I ever see him again. <laughs> <laughs> you will. You will, Governor. Anyway, so, um, uh, and what we go on to next is... I've got some beer news for you. And I haven't got nothing. Dry. Dry, I went, dry, I went, dry. I went to the barrel and it was bone dry. So, well, there wasn't. It was just nonsense. So I hope you've got something a bit better over there. Oh, it was just dregs at the barrel for you? Not even dregs. If it had been dregs, I could have bitten on that, but no. Well, I, I got some exciting news for you, and I know you're going to enjoy it, being um, a Guinness fan. And so there's a Guinness is opening, Guinness official is opening a new tap room in the USA which is exciting i didn't realize they had tap rooms here but apparently they do but there's oh, one they've got that massive factories over there the guinness factory in one of the states is enormous i i always thought they actually shipped guinness over it's a fucking bullshit myth of course they I, don't 
Wow, I never they, knew that. They said they might do it to Britain, but no, you got fuck. Have a look. There's fucking huge, great Guinness fetcher. Well, so I read. I mean, I, I was shocked. So it's basically it's open in this tap room. It's a bit of a ways off. It's 2023. So oh. we've, so Chicago have another year come in. But it so they talk about it. Guinness beer evokes a sense of place, and it does, you know. And it's windy city, then, yeah. Yeah, the windy city, and obviously, as you know, it's a big um, Irish Irish settlement of Chicago, right? New York and 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 Chicago were big Irish communities. Um, I think oh. maybe more New York, but um, yeah. So basically. Um, huge quantity they talk about you know saint patrick's day and how it's tied into ireland we all know that and oh maryland based open gate brewery opened in 2018 so that's the big brewery is in maryland yeah that's one i must have seen yeah yeah so um maryland. you've been maybe if it's near west virginia perhaps I think it is, isn't it? So it's a very, it's a small state, isn't it? There's a bunch of them together. I heard it was called Maryland, opened by Dick Van Dyke many years ago. <laughs> I didn't hear that. I'll have to ask. Um, so the plan he's is gonna, called... he's going to go up into space with Shatner. Is he really? I didn't know that. No, Shatner's ninety-three, isn't he? And uh, isn't he? Yeah, 93. And I, I wonder, because the last time I saw Dick Van Dyke, we watched the Mary Poppins um, sequel. And oh, he was, yeah, yeah. did you see it? And he was in that, but he was the older guy from the bank and he got up on a table and did a jig. Yeah. Yeah, he's 95, I think, older Van Dyke. Him and Shatner. That'd be a Shatner. good night, wouldn't it? Yeah, it'd be almost as good as Beppy and... Uh, and uh, Gaffney out on the town, Shatner and Van Dyke, <laughs> having it large. Having it large. Having it large in space. Oh, yeah, brilliant. Anyway, we've gone off the subject. So, yeah, the Guinness is opening. So, but, <laughs> yeah, basically, if you're listening, Van Dyke and Shatner, it, the plan is to open the doors on the West Loop neighbourhood of Chicago in 2023, just before St. Patrick's Day, according to the Chicago Tribute. Very handy. So it's and on the Guinness front, just to add into that, that, that Guinness Zero is um, back on the shelves over here now. Oh, so, yes. So I'm wow. Gonna, I'll get a pint because they had supposed to have been the big launch last year and then they had to recall it because of some sort of bacterial thing they were worried about may have got into the can. So they recalled. I don't know, hundreds of thousands of cans at least, and then they've uh, just relaunched again. So I'll try and get one of those little buttes, give it a review. Yeah, a little mini one or something, or even if you want to do St. Patrick's Day, you know, we traditionally do an Irish one. That's a oh, long way. I can't wait there. <laughs> <laughs> That's a long way off. I worry because I've got, what did we do last time? I, I know you did Guinness, didn't you? And I did I like Murphy's or something. There's only so many you can do. Oh, no, no, I did. You did, and I did the cider, remember? And then mm. I made the mistake of putting green food colouring into a Guinness to try and recreate those green Guinnesses you see and everyone enjoying them. It's fucking rank. Oh, listen oh. back, folks. It's, it's entertaining. 
to say the least. So, hey, hey, that's it, really. I mean, that's all it says. They, they do say it's 15,000 square feet, so it's a big old place. Um, oh, it won't match the 9,000-year lease Guinness has in Dublin. So, there you go. Um, oh, only 9,000 years. That's apparently, I didn't know that. Yeah, I'm learning stuff. I remember a friend of mine, he moved into a, a leasehold flat, and they said to him, oh, um, there's 929 years left, something like that, on the lease. And he said, oh, what? Like made a big deal of it. And the woman said to him, well, that's 900 years. You know, what are you worried about? And he says, I'm going to live forever, man. <laughs> <laughs> Good old Jeffrey. That's another oh. one from the past. Oh, Jeff. oh. Imagine, imagine though, I mean, if you were thinking long term about your family, you know, and like my oh, grand, no. my grandchildren, my great, 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 and so on and so forth are going to be in there. And I want this place for them. Who thinks like that? I don't know. It would it get, it's getting philosophical again, I suppose, if you're thinking long term. Yeah. Come on. Anyway, have a drink. Here. Have a drink. Yes, I will do. I've uh, I've got a drink this week. Shall I introduce it? Yes, please, Governor. Well, yeah. this is um, it's from Brewdog, so it's not going to be uh, a great deal on them because we've done I've done a few Brewdogs over here before, very popular, and obviously popular in America as well and worldwide. But this is a new uh, little. Uh, it's a collab, man. It's a collab. Collab. Yeah, short for collaboration. Um, and it's called Tony's Holopoloni. Holopoloni? What does Holopoloni. that mean? Well, I'll tell you in a minute. Oh, okay. Thank you. <laughs> or is it Hopoloni? Or is it Holo? I, I was just thinking. Oh, no, it's Hopoloni. Oh, yeah, there you is. go. Or is it ho po only? Who knows? It's a I should think it's hopaloni, like you just said, yeah. But it's Tony's. It's Tony's hopaloni. There's no baloney here. Yeah, it is. I am waiting for a cue. Oh, yeah. So, uh, sorry about that. But uh, we are... <laughs> oh, I'm going <laughs> to... I'm going to say something here, right? Because we are introducing a little, we're going to play it around a little bit. And we did mention, if you recall, that we were going to try and do um, different segments, right? Yeah, and if, mix. if half of us fucking remember. Well, yeah, I, I get distracted by such, but what we're going to do... What's up, here, So what type of beer is it? Oh, I'm glad you asked, finally. Tony's Holopoloni is a white chocolate and raspberry milkshake IPA. Oh. So it's one of those milkshake ones that I've done a couple of and I've sort of, you know, I liked one of them, one of them not so much. So let's see how Brewdog have approached it. I haven't had one of their milkshake ones before. But that's what it is. It's a white chocolate one. I'll give you a bit of gumph about it later on. Okay. Uh, All right. We go into that. But should I get a pour on or? Yeah. No. If you pour it and have a sip, and then I'll um, and then I'll introduce mine then. 
Okay, so this is the, uh, as I said, it's white chocolate raspberry milkshake. So let's see. In a regulation can. Nothing jazzy about it, apart from the colour. That's bright pink. Yeah. Milkshake, I'm interested. I can smell the raspberry. Oh, this is going to be... So it should be pretty hoppy, I'm guessing. Mm. Wow. Oh, it's a good pour. Keep going, keep going. Come What's on. that, paint? It's that little obbly one I have. I'm still going for it. Oh, so only. Look at that. There you go. There's a little bit hazy to that. Yeah. Can't see through it, but it's a lovely head on that. Beautiful. It is beautiful. It does just look like a milkshake. See? It's in the name. Smell the raspberries in it. Fairly sweet smelling. So there we are. First impressions? First impressions are it's definitely an IPA. Oh, I can feel my ponytail growing, man. Cool, cool. Get yourself an IPA. Nice. In the head, actually, I could taste a little bit of sweetness, which I suppose is the white chocolate. Yeah. Not not too bad so far. Holy, holy, that like, and I I don't, I know you like your sours and stouts, but IPA is just a big thing, isn't it? And a lot of my friends, it is their favourite style. It's cool. It's, it is very cool. It's very hip, hipster beer. You know, they like, they love oh, their yeah, IPA. Yeah, I've got an IPA in my back pocket, man. Let's go. Oh, I'm doubling up. Cool, cool, cool. All it's right. cool. It's called Howling Moon, man. Oh, awesome. Anyway, <laughs> so... So, Why don't you join me? Why don't I you join me? May I, Canis? So my beer, uh, it's actually from a brewery called Martin House Beer. And you know, you guys know, I've talked about them many a time and they, they almost do one every week. It's like every time I go to the shop, it's like a new Martin House Brewing, you know? Uh, yeah. out of you you want to get a room with them. Reviewed him last week. I know. So. And they they liked our photo today, actually. So like Brewdog, you know, you you do do, like, you like that. So, uh, um, but what is this beer? What's that beer then? Well, this beer is, is, (laughs) this is new, folks. We're messing around. This is a grape punch pickle beer. Remember, I did that pickle oh. beer. Are you, it's the same place where you had the pickle beer, yeah? Yeah, it's the same brewery. They just so did. the pickle beer is one of the grossest ones I've I ever. know that you you've not really enjoyed. So fair play to you to going back to the well and scooping up a different variety. You're going to give it another whirl. I'm going to try so, because so what's that say? Best made is that best made? So oh, best made pickles. Are a pickle brand over here, so it's beauty. So this is, I think they probably use the best made pickle juice to brew the pickle beer. And I had the pickle, but this difference in this has got grape, so it's grape punch. Got any knowledge on it? Oh, he's got some knowledge on it. Yeah, 
So uh, I'm going to give you what we were saying is try and give a bit of knowledge on sours, right? So I'm yeah. going to give... give a little skinny on a sour. Come on. Oh, so, yeah. Why are they so massively popular over there? And they are getting more and more popular over here, but... They are. They're, they're really expanding. So really what we need to delve into is the history of the sour a little bit and what it actually is. So I've got some gamfew of what these sours are. Um, basically, a beer, a sour beer, I should say, which is, is, is generally an acidic tart and sour tasting beer, and it's traditional sour beer styles. And so just to give you a few is Belgium, Lambics, Guays, and Flanders Red Ale, and the German Ghost, which you actually had last week, recall? The Gosa. Gosa. So that's the right pronunciation, right? So, yeah. Um, yeah. So unlike modern brewing, which is done in sanitary environment and guard against intrusion of wild yeast, it's to do with wild yeast and breaking that down a little bit. Is um, So historically, the starter used from one batch to another is contained in some wild yeast and bacteria. Sour beers are made intentionally allowing the wild yeast strains and bacteria to mix in with the brew. So they're not kind of filtering that out really. Um, so that's kind of the science, there's a lot more to it. Uh, micro, microbes are used, you know, uh, to, and the, the, the idea of these microbes, that actually achieves the tartness of it, you know, the sucking in kind of thing is from those microbes that they use. Um, and organic acids, and they use citric acid in it as well. So, and excessive amounts of acidulated malt so it's it goes into a little bit it's apparently it's very risky to make a sour um it's, it's just very tricky and hard and you know it, it skilled take you skilled well, i think um that's the same way by about lagers which we'll delve into at some point but you know sour style is very very old and the, the oldest brewery is still in operation is is Rodenbach Brewery, Rosslare, Belgium, and they started sours in 1836. So Rosslare, Belgium. Ro Rodenbach Brewery in oh yeah, Rose Rosslare, Belgium, yeah. So that was in Ireland. Well, there's another one in Belgium. Yeah, they got one. Maybe they've got one. <laughs> so and you, as you know, the, the sours have spread outside Belgium into European countries and course it's massive as they say across the united states and canada um i don't know why it really started i think it was just the explosion of the craft beer scene you know it, it ipas became massive over here first and then sour started creeping in it was just a gradual thing and i think it kind of stems from craft beers in general it's just exploring you know another form you think of that it, it'll eventually pop The same what? because when I go on and I look at these beers, they're churning out tons and tons and tons of different varieties, and all of the breweries are. But it's going to get to a point where people will just be like, "Fucking hell, there's too much variety now." Isn't that the thing with? Well, I don't know. I was going to say wines, and that obviously that's been going on so long, wine connoisseurs. But it, there's not as many styles, right, as beers. 
So it's maybe we'll see. It, I just but, think that sometimes maybe there's so many now, and it's like it gets too much. I mean, it's good for people like us who just like to try different things. I mean, who would have ever heard of a grape punch pickle beer? Who would have ever heard of a, a pizza flavored beer? You know, and you know, white chocolate and raspberry flavored beer. I mean, exactly. raspberry, raspberry lends itself, obviously, a fruit. And yeah, chocolatey with uh, with a stout, but you know, this, yeah, I like the fact they're experimenting, but I just think obviously, I suppose that's what they do is when one isn't selling so well, they drop it off and have a, another one coming, don't they? Rotate it a bit, I think, as they well, small, small batch brewing to test the market, I suppose. Yeah, and I think sometimes you get you do get a bit overwhelmed, and sometimes all you want is just a basic stout. And just yeah. a basic cider or basic lager. You don't want like all these mixes. It's I I don't know. I you mean, know, we I, had because uh, it's coming up. You know, it's not coming up to Christmas, but the shops are starting to fill up with Christmas stuff. So like over here, I don't mind drinking a little bit of Bailey's. You know, the liqueur, creamy Irish liqueur thing. I don't mind a bit of that. So obviously, the wife's bought some of that. Oh yeah. And then she bought one with fucking apple in it. What, a Baileys? Apple-flavoured Baileys. It's like, no, I like Baileys. I don't want other shit in it. Like the gin. I like gin and tonic. I don't want fucking pumpkin gin and fucking elderflower tonic. Because I like the taste of gin and tonic. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's like gin. I like gin and lemonade. I'm not a big fan of gin and tonic. Well, it's okay. But... It's well, my dad he always drinks Bailey's and brandy, that's his mix. Oh, he's you know? a monster, isn't he? He's die hard, that's what he is. <laughs> I'll have to tell him that one. Um, but oh, I know what's going to happen a couple of years' time, you're going to get the resurgence of skull lager, and the beer scene's going to go, the craft beer scene's going to go pop. And everyone will be drinking Skull Lager and Tenant Super again. I haven't seen that for years. Get mashed up because I can't afford all these other ones. And imagine, and and Woodpecker Cider comes back with a vengeance, and uh, and there's no strong. Well, it's still strong, but it comes on the fringes. <laughs> and Castlemania X. It's kind of fax lager. <laughs> you know, it's like a fat can like that. Oh. Yeah, we'll Ooh, be drinking that. Like Foster's cans, big. Oh, like that's that. a yeah. I know. But um, I'm not going to say much more about sours because the science does get a bit boring sometimes. But there are a couple of, there's, there's a different styles of sours, which really are, they break it down into a few categories, which are American Wild Ale. I've done one of those. Berliner Weiss. Um, Flanders Red Ale. I've never seen that one. Or some people call it Flemish red. Um, go 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 say go what you did. Go and the lambic, and I think I've talked about that. That's more centered around fermented beer made in the Brussels region of Belgium. Yeah. Um, and the last one they make is the Old Bruin, and it's a again it's it comes from the Flemish region of Belgium. 
and it's darker in, in color than the Flanders red. So it's more of a darker sour, basically. So that's it, really. That kind of explains the sour. I always compare them to um, ciders. And the only reason why, and we talked about it before, is like, you know, we've been to uh, a few country pubs in the West Country and we've had like a cider, traditional farmhouse cider, and it has tasted like a sour. And it's just almost like drinking a vinegar, you know? And some. Nah, that's, nah, that stuff was dog shit. It was, I reckon it was just fucking old off stuff they served up because we were visiting. You know, they got to get rid of some rank beer that they had out the back. So they served it up and said it was some farmhouse cider. And it was, it was horrible. It was rank, wasn't it? I, but I'm almost in my mind. I'm like, should I, if I tried it now, would I appreciate it more? Probably not. <laughs> but yeah, look at that pub we was in and realise that the thick layer of dust everywhere, Oof. maybe they didn't tend to their pumps as they should. Makes you, it makes you worry. Anyway, yeah, but the, da- the dartboard was made out of a, a stump of, or the, or a, um, what do you call it? I can't think what they call it, a cookie of a tree. And they cu- cut the cookies out of trees. And they hang oh them up. yeah, yeah. So no. they call them anyway. When they're testing saws, they cut like a like an inch thick or maybe a two inch thick section of the tree, and it's called a cookie. So it was made, and that had wires on it. It was like that, the dartboard. So yeah, Rest you haven't on. even opened it. I'm, I'm no, no, it's it. okay. I was trying to. I wanted to get on it. Get on it. Yeah. Oh God. Okay, let's see. I got it this little one because it's stubby fucker. I was going to use the Duckworth, but it's only a stubby fucker, so. I wouldn't pour that in a Duckworth. No. Oh, my God. Prime Minister had a Duckworth. Oh, I saw that. What was it? Bitter he had in it? Bitter, and then he had fish and chips. Utter fool. I mean, who... How can you you run a country when you cone... Comb your hair with a balloon. <laughs> I tell you what, that's a nice pour. It looks a nice drink. It's dark, isn't it? Is it purpley? <laughs> oh, he's, oh, he's wincing, people. Oh Grey he's, he's it actually, it smells of, because I've had the pickle one before, and it smells slightly sweeter than that. So that kind of bodes well. I should try and get the pickle out of my mind and just go with it. It has a strong perfumey smell. Pickle and perfume. If you can Im- oh, oh, so you can jealous. envisage. If you can, that's not the right word. If you can smell such a thing. Uh, all right, let's go for it. Three barrels. Hmm. Actually, that's not too bad well, his shoulders went from side to side I think it was the initial taste it, like it, an it, older Michael Caine I know uh, I do enjoy that um, I, I oh, yeah, got, yeah, you're, not, you're not wincing like you were on the other one so it's not too bad maybe nope. the, ad, the adding of the grape has helped it I think so you can definitely kind of initial taste you can pick up that pickle but then it gets a bit softer and a bit more perfume 
almost perfumey in a way. It almost tastes of perfume. I wouldn't say, well, I guess it's grape in there. And I don't know. I can't really pull the grape flavor too much. It almost tastes like a sweet perfume. That's. But what about the pickle element? Is there a tang of pickle in it or not? Yeah, but it's almost subtle now. It compared to when I've had just the pickle. You should one. introduce old Martin House to pick a lily. Get him to do a pick a lily one there. That is pick a lily is mustard and cauliflower. I used to love a bit of pick a lily. Oh my goodness! Imagine that cauliflower. How would that go? Yeah, haven't we done this when we went through all the vegetables? I think we did, didn't we? You're talking yeah, about yeah. Mustard. What you got? Oh, I got a cauliflower IPA. Yeah, lovely. <laughs> you know what? I honestly don't think it'll, it'll only be a matter of time until they start doing that kind of shite. Yeah. Let's be honest here. Um, but I think, did I ever finish the last one? Did I finish that pickle one or that pizza one? I think I did. Oh, yeah. I think you enjoyed that. That was rank. Sorry, Martin. I was, that was rank. Yeah, good. Anyway, I'm going to... I wouldn't say good, but it's not bad. Yeah. So we'll see where the ratings come out here. Um, Imagine if, like, just thinking about Guinness there for a second, with the Guinness draft can, you get a widget in it, you know, that little sort of ping yeah. pong ball, ping pong ball type of thing that helps the, the nitro bit in it kick out and all that. Imagine if in that can there, there was a pickle. <laughs> just a pickle in the can <laughs> well it probably would work and you could eat it because it's essentially pickling the pickle right oh in yeah yeah i like pickles though i love those you know they're only little cucumbers aren't they so yeah i love it or as we call them in britain gherkins but i obviously call them pickles now since being here um but i we call, do it, we call it isn't that odd we do call them Gherkins. Gherkins, right? Then we have pickle. Branson's pickle. So and pick so pickle for me oh. and you are <sighs> onions. Are round little onions. That's pickles, right? Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, pickled onions. Yeah. So have you been thinking on that question? Have you been thinking I've been drinking an onion beer? A mini no. onion. Okay. You knew. You knew. Yeah. Okay. So, um, but yeah, that's what it I. Looks I, like those aubergines on, that you get on, uh, you know, the WhatsApp characters to send, didn't it? Hold that can up. Oh, oh like yeah, those, those squirting aubergines you keep sending me. Oh, oh yeah, you're getting sick of those, are you? Yeah, I don't know what you mean by it. Um, do you remember there was a aubergine character in that Nintendo game? He was a big. Oh, they called him Eggplant. And he was just... Oh, that's what they're called over there, aren't they? Eggplants, that's right. Yeah, I've never tried one, but it's weird. The, the, I would still call if it... If I grew eggs, I'd try one. Oh, like yeah. If you had eggs, like tomatoes. Is it? like? But isn't that weird? And it's almost like weird things they use over here, like eggnog. Does that actually contain eggs, though? Yes. Oh, okay. All right, I'll let them off. <laughs> Actually, I don't know. I made some a couple of years back. I made a massive bowl of it because I was obsessed by, I mean, really, we should save this for a Christmas one, but by the, mm. you know, the uh, Lampoon's 
Christmas Vacation is one of our favourite Christmas films. And he has a bit of that. And uh, so I made some. And I, it was pretty boozy. And uh, no one, everyone sort of had a taste of it. I said, mm, okay. So I ended up drinking pretty much all of it. It's loads of cream and shit in it in there. There is. I, I think I had it once over here. We went somewhere and uh, I think it was Kip's auntie or something. And we had it. And that was the first time I ever had it. Um, and I my uh, my in-laws not too keen on it, so uh, we don't do. I just do a sherry every Christmas. I get a big bottle of sherry, you know. It's like um, it's a bit like a, a white Russian when you have that <laughs> milk, milk and whiskey. Oh, oh, maybe the pickles kicking in there. They did <laughs> just that initial. I don't think I've. Had <clears> so shall I give you a bit of gump about this? Yeah, yeah, that's sure because you haven't drunk. Oh, you've drunk most. Oh, of it. This beer is a six point three. Um, IPA, as I said, in the milkshake style, and it's called Tony's Hopaloni because mm. Tony's Chocoloni uh, is a um, Dutch chocolatier that they've collabed with. Ooh, now, okay. Tony's Chocoloni is. Um, trying to uh, have a slave-free chocolate because around the world, everyone loves chocolate. And, um, you know, you get chocolate anything these days, including this beer. And uh, they're using, with Brewdog, who are all environmental, as we've gone on about before, and zero carbon and all that. Uh, They've used them to sort of spread their message a bit, which is great. Now, Tony's has... A big branch of chocolates that it sells like this proper sort of slab chocolate all different varieties and it's to stop slavery in the chocolate trade because in west africa where they have the uh, coca beans and everything there's a lot of child slavery no. and there's a lot of um middlemen making a lot of money and not giving it to the farmers and people are living in poverty and all that type of thing. So it's a very ethical uh, thing, Tony's is. And uh, that's what I've teamed up with Brewdog to put the message out there a bit and try and stop the slave trade in the chocolate industry. So I wasn't aware of that, so it worked. No, No, so it has worked. And and, um, I've seen on the Instagram some of our our friends, uh, Dre Barrels and other... um, beer craft beer people and that that we follow and that follow us that there's been a couple of people that have reviewed this um it's Mm. just sort of come out in the last couple of months so it's united we stand for better beer so uh, that's great which is which is the brew dog thing but if i can just read this it says brew dog and tony's chocolate only are united for the better beer and a better world. We're on a mission to help save our planet by inspiring you to act and care for the only home we have. We believe beer and chocolate can be a force for good. We'll be making a donation for every can sold to the Chocolate Only Foundation to support Tony's mission to make all chocolate 100% slave free. That's fantastic. Isn't that, it? Tony. Yeah, cheers to that. You know, that's a good, yeah, good thing. Time. Yeah, 
it's a good thing. So I, I like their play of words though, you know, chocolony, hopalony, pony. Yeah, fucking easy. it's easy for you to say. <laughs> you jerk off. Um, so let me give you a little bit. Obviously, I've, we talked about Brewdog before and the hotels that are in America and all that. Originally Scottish. This can is from Ellen or Elon, which is a small sort of town above Aberdeen in Scotland. But it has attached to the brewery a really cool looking tap room. It's really it's ganolified. That's the only way to say it's ganolified. Oh, cool. Yeah, you can wow. imagine it being real tubular on a real busy night. Very, yeah. very nice looking. So I encourage everyone to have a look at that. Um, Definitely. And that's about it. I'm going to go into the history of Brewdog. I've done it a couple of times. And I think that if anyone follows this, then they know about Brewdog anyway. I'll list a couple of newer beers that they've got this year. Um, they've got Hazy Jane, which is a peach IPA. They've mm. got White Space, which is a wheat beer. And then as I was scrolling through, they had one a few years ago, which was the most alcoholic beer on the planet at the time. I think it's been usurped by some other disgusting tasting beer in America somewhere, but it was called Strength in Numbers. And at the time, I think you can still get it. It was a 57.8 proof beer. God, bloody hell. That's nuts. Yeah, but they they come out like that fucking like whiny tasting muck. Yeah, where it's like just been aged and aged for so long, probably, right? Yeah, yeah. right. And the only other thing that I saw that was new was the Dog House, which is their new bar in Manchester, has opened this year. So that's all good news. Oh, nice. Yeah. So they just keep getting bigger, essentially. Yeah. Well, that's great news. Um, I, I saw a beer. I did see the Brew Dog when I was in London in uh, Shepherd's Bush. And I walked right past it and went straight down a fucking property. Cockney boozer, thank you very much. <laughs> oh, lovely. I can't wait. Oh, <laughs> proper. Um, do you reckon they are talking about that? Is like, do you think there's bacon beers out there? Bacon tasting beers? Because they if it could be anywhere, it'd be America. Well, no, do you remember a few years back? I don't know if it's still on now, but it was a show dedicated to bacon. And this guy, I, I don't think it was the guy that does uh, drivers dive-ins and dives, you know, that guy. Maybe it was him. But he's always trying these different bacon dishes. But the, the bacon, it was exploring bacon dishes, but like desserts as well as savoury. So savoury and sweet, and they say bacon... Um, yeah, well, they do have it because in America you can put maple syrup on bacon and pancakes, can't you? So and that lovely. works. I've had that. It's lovely. Did you like it? I couldn't get on with it. See, I oh, and I like it because the plates, the breakfast plates over here, that's how it goes. You know, there's syrup, pancakes, bacon, eggs, all on the same plate, mixed together. Yeah, and I like that. Nice. Grits, grits, nice. Yeah, oh, a bit your grits on there. Yeah. No, I don't know. Yeah, well. Um, but yeah, it could be. You know, maybe there is one out there. I'll have to research that. Maybe that's my challenge for next week. Um, Going for a bacon bitter. Bacon, 
<laughs> oh, one, mate. Here's one for Boris. Boris says bacon better. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Somebody, somebody's missing a trick there. They should coin get on that, shouldn't they? Now he's talking about it. Boris's yeah. bacon bitter. <laughs> and your fish and chips. It's a special deal down Weber Spoons. That leads on to my something later on, actually. Oh, yeah, we'll get to that in a minute. Um, but I just quickly on my beer, it's a 6.5%. It's classified as a, a, a fruited sour. There's not really any more info on it. There's no story behind this. It's just them messing about, having a daft laugh and that. And, uh, but <laughs> no, I, look, it's all right. But Martin House Brewing are a brewery I've talked about. I'm, I'm just quickly going to mention that they're from Fort Worth, Dallas, um, Dallas, Fort Worth, oh, Texas. Geez. So it's it's north, you know, like I said previously, it's north of Austin. So it's probably like San Antonio, Austin, Dallas. So um, you see them everywhere. Every uh, supermarket I go to, uh, all the off licenses, they all have it. Just to kind of show that another new beer they've got going on, because I've listed a lot of beers before. Um, this is one I've had in the fridge I picked up last week. Mystic Mountain Blueberry. That's a blueberry. Oh, blueberry um ghosty. Gosa. And I always love their artwork on these cans. Yeah. Not, you know, they, they do this with a pickle one. I like mankai. I mankai. I said a mankai, you know. But like, you know, you saw the one I had this week was the big blue fish, you know, which was a sour. Um and it was and, actually blue, yeah. Yeah, did you see that picture? Did I when show it? Oh, blue. It was blue. It was absolutely <laughs> just pure blue. It was crazy. I so what did uh, it taste like? Actually, it did taste like raspberries. So they really captured the taste, you know. Um so we talked about that before. Why do they choose blue for raspberries? We did, we got into that. So who knows? Who knows? It seems odd. So I'm excited by this blueberry one. I'm speculating this one will be blue. Um, you know, they've got all other kinds of stuff. I'm not going to really name any more. You know, you see me with one every single week. So that's all I've got to say, Governor, on mine. Same here, really. Same here. So we, uh, we rate it at the end. That's all I've got. So. Okay. Well, um, let me... Uh, Find what we do next. Have a tiver. I'm all of a, you know, but. So, Dregs. He's underwater, isn't he? Dregs of the week. Okay, well, I'll kick off because we sort of skimmed over it then. I mean, I mentioned our beloved Prime Minister and also he was on about Dallas, which reminded me of the oil fields in the, in the, uh, 80s TV series of the same or name Dallas and uh, how yeah. much oil you guys have over there and what my dreg of the week is it's scaremongering and panic buying because uh, I know someone decided to say oh because we haven't got many drivers over here at the moment we might not get enough petrol petroleum gas if you want me to translate for you uh 
around the country. So that sort of was said, and then everyone shit it. themselves. And I don't know, but someone it's like whispers that go around, and then someone goes, "Oh, better go to the petrol station then." And then everyone panics, goes to the petrol station, runs them dry, fills up, and they don't need to. And then the people that really need the petrol can't get it. And it's brought the country, not to its knees as such, but it's slowed everything down and shit people up again. And then the food shortages and all this type of thing. It's because we, we left Brexit, you know, we left Europe with Brexit and... Uh, yeah it's going to take a while it's not going to be instant so things like this are going to happen and a lot of people are just fucking thick and don't realize that no it it does happen actually you talk about that but i i think i messaged you in the week about it but these this scare stuff happens normally once a year over here so or once every two years we get a scare and it's normally like normally if there's a hurricane in the gulf everyone starts panic buying in the in the gas stations gas stations and there's queues and i have to run out out and fill up petrol cans for work for the vehicles and it's just stupid and 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 then like there was a something with the stock market or something a couple of years back and suddenly everybody's panic buying again there's plenty of gas in texas there's plenty of petrol it's just ridiculous I, I always think, you know, conspiracy theories and whatnot, I always think that someone releases that shit and then the news is full of stuff and something else is going on in the background. Somebody pulling some strings, a higher... Yes. No, level. no, what I mean is something bigger's happening oh. and everyone's concentrating on some bullshit thing that's going on you know about petrol and stuff like almost that. like to disguise it yeah kind of yeah. A, a little what do you call it a smoke screen yeah a little smoke diversion screen. tactic yeah i think that happens quite a lot i personally think that something's happening with that covid thing like it was all oh, I know. you know they know more than what's going on of course they do of course they do yeah i've uh, yeah but this like this petrol i've I don't know. This is ridiculous. But yeah, I hate but I wonder... my trick is people, I suppose, let's get down to the dreg of it. Is it is that worry. I can understand people worrying, but it's the sheep mentality of, oh my god, we've got to do it. We had it here last year when someone said, Oh, at this rate, because everyone's on lockdown, we might run out of toilet rolls. Oh. And the bloke the bloke who supplies or the biggest toilet roll manufacturers going, no. No problem with it. No one paid no attention to him. I just went out and people were, and even it happened in Australia. They were fighting over toilet rolls. It happened here. It was the same here. And and I mean, what is that about? Like you wouldn't expect, of all the things in the world, you know, you'd be worried about water. You can understand if punch-ups were happening, like something had happened to the water, it was contaminated. You need his by bottled water but at the end of the day if you had to have a shit and there was no toilet you just pick your old clothes cut them up wipe your ass on them and good people sheep absolute sheep and and leaves and leaves as well my boss my boss he gave us (laughs) he gave (laughs) us um toilet rolls in work he said oh don't worry i've got plenty here because he has big boxes of them um 
we actually joined a, a subscription service later, you know, around the same time. So we get recycled toilet rolls now. Um, not actually toilet rolls. Oh, that helps you with your habit. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's bamboo. It's, it's something made with bamboo and recycled paper or something. And so we get a box delivered. We've got bloody stacks of the stuff now. It's like another box comes and it's a subscription service, so we never have to buy toilet rolls again. And we just Ooh, right. oh, six, six arseholes in my ass without including the animals. Bloody hell, we go through a nine pack a couple of days, mate. Bosh, a bear. What's your drink then? That was mine. Mine's pretty yeah. No, that's okay. I'm I'm getting to my drag anyway. So um my drag is um it's it's technical car issues, but I'm talking about the computer kind. So I had to change the battery this week in my car, actually today, and uh now I have to put a code and we don't know what this code is for the radio to use the radio again. And this, so, is, this, this, this what happenstance is this that that happened to the car at work i went into the log book i found the four digit code yeah put the code back in oh no that's not the motherfucking code <laughs> and then the boss being the genius that he is went it will be zero 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 and i just went it's fucking not that mate with gritted teeth sounding like a sheep no mate so yeah so there's no radio in that car one of the service cars we have at work Jeez, i swear it's just and like my son he was like put the radio on dad this i want to listen to some music i said no i can't because i plug my phone in and we do it through that and he said oh just play it from your phone you're not going to hear it no, I can't. I'm not doing that. So there was a bit of an argument over that, and uh, I was like, "No, but that, not just that." I keep getting this bloody thing flashing up. I do need to get my oil changed. I'm going to do it on Friday. I got it changed in July, and it keeps flashing every time I go into the car. And I got to press a button to do it. You are one thousand four hundred miles over on your oil change. I, I no, don't keep reminding me and flashing up, and I can't get rid of it. It's You've just, had an oil change in July. Can I have another one? Why? Well, it's just the car. It's making you buy it. You only need one a year. That's hey, that's my yeah. Well, I don't even do that. Fuck I it. don't. I'd be the same. And but hey, there's forces above that tell me otherwise. So um, I just have. To, I do actually. The woman, the woman next door gives oil changes. But oh. Only the strange men that she picks up. <laughs> that's not a bad neighbor eh so um maybe you need to do that you know come around there so no, no you don't you've got the wrong end of the stick there well it might be cheaper might be cheaper i don't know you'll have to listen back to that part okay. so let's say let's have a look then let's get to the review section okay. so i'm gonna go for a tony halapaloni Bologna, Bologna, Bologna. As a milkshake, which is probably the third one I've reviewed, maybe. It's good. It's good. In milkshake land, it's good. 
but we mark on the on the Drayman scale, which is rigid for all beers, sours, bitters, ales. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So um, I've enjoyed it. It's not as off-putting as one I had before. Um, whether I would choose it in a pub again, like I say, you know, it's like a novelty thing for me, these things. One's all right, but would I have another one? I'd probably have something else that I'd prefer. But I'm going to go for a 7 out of 10 for the okay. group of Tony's Hopalone. That's so pretty good. Thank you very much. And, and uh, the ethics yeah. behind it is... Uh, Top notch, so well done. Fair play, fair play. No, that's a good rating. Um, I guess I should break pickle beer down into a rating. Good grief. I mean, it's not as bad as the previous pickle beer I had. So I should I did just rate it on a sour rating. I will go. Actually, I've you know, I enjoyed. Let me finish it off. If that's real grapes, you're going to be regular tomorrow. Oh, good grief. That uh, recycled bog row won't last long. You'll be shitting through the eye of a needle. <laughs> oh, oh, my goodness, great. Dirt <laughs> box. Oh, I hope I've got some good literature. Um, anyway, so it'll be, uh, I'm going to go with a 6.5 because I haven't disliked it but I haven't hated it. I think that's reasonable. Um, I think that's quite a high. That it, it is, actually. It's been kind of... I've enjoyed the perfumeliness of it. It's made it slightly more interesting. So, yeah. And I've been... The Piccalilli version next. Oh, yeah, I don't know about that. Uh, if it has a bit of ham with it, I might be on board, but we'll see. <laughs> so... There we go. Anyway, that was fun. Uh, yeah, it was an interesting week. Definitely, definitely. So watch out for my one. I will do one within the next few days about the, the beer that I tossed up tonight, which one I would choose. But I'll, I'll put that out there because I think it deserves some props, man. It's totally, totally cool. Give it the kudos it deserves. Oh, uh, maximum kudos. <laughs> Tons of props. Show it all. I'll try and do a little mini one and then we'll, uh, and some photos perhaps in the week. And then we will be back with you next week. I'm thinking uh, we'll be getting towards Halloween and I'm thinking of looking at Oktoberfests and pumpkins coming up in the next few weeks. So, oh, good. Let's Happy find it that. Maybe a stout. All one. right, then, you northern, northern, southern fairy monkey junkie. I thought you were going to say states. Directly. <laughs> I thought, yeah, from the southern northern states. I will see you directly. Ta-ra. Ta-ta. <laughs>